O'Connor here. I'm super excited to have a chat with Larissa Maloney, who is a former pro volleyballer, has been featured in Inc. magazine, and inspiringly has started a business during the pandemic. It's called Active Kids 2.0, and I'm super excited to chat with Larissa about that journey and all of the ups and downs that I'm sure that has contained. So, Larissa, thanks so much for joining me. Oh my gosh. Well, First of all, Melanie, thanks for having me. Starting a business in the pandemic. So it's funny because it wasn't on purpose. I guess the business found me, really. But to give you a little bit of background information, I used to play in professional beach volleyball and I used to travel and do something that obviously I had a passion for and I still do because I still mentor and coach young athletes. And I'm an educator as well. And so last year at the start of the pandemic, things went haywire for teachers all around the world, right? I mean, it literally went haywire for everyone all around the world, but especially for teachers because it was literally one day we had to figure out what we were going to do virtually and teach students virtually. And as a coach, as a personal fitness instructor for a whole bunch of students, I was really at a loss of okay, so how does this work virtually and how am I going to do it where it's actually fun, engaging, and the kids aren't going to say, gosh, coach, this was really boring. You know what I mean? So I, so I wrote down a whole bunch of ideas and then I ended up literally tearing them up and throwing them away because the ideas were so boring. And then I had to think a little bit more. I had to get into my creative wheelhouse and I decided to stream cardio and strength workouts through YouTube. And I said, you know what? This is probably the best thing because they can see me. I can't see them, but we can still have that interaction because they still have the chat. They can see what I'm doing. We feel like we're together, but we're not really together. So there's still a connection there. So I just said, let's just do it. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, whatever, we'll figure it out because the whole world's figuring it out right now. Right. So I literally told a friend, a friend asked, you know, what am I doing? Because she teaches health as well. And I said, I'm just going to stream some workouts on YouTube and we're going to do it every day. 30 minute workouts at 9am. And she said, can my kids join too? And I said, yeah, more the merrier. Let's all get active together. And so that Monday morning hit 9am and press play and literally the numbers just grew in literally five minutes. I started doing my warm up. I had about 15 kids on and I have about 75 students. So I knew it had to be somewhere around 75 to get there or somewhere close to them without the slackers. And yeah. so after I did my warm up, all of a sudden I looked at the computer and it just built. It was 50, 100, 1,000. And it went up to 7,000 kids wow. yeah. within my first workout. So I yeah. was like, okay, this is insane. Yeah. But we're going to go with it. Yeah. <laughs> so I literally did that for three and a half months. And we built a community, really. And it was kids and families from all over the world tuning in. And I was giving shout outs to kids in Poland and Australia and Africa 
and shouting out schools and teachers and families. And we really just built a community of staying active and definitely trying to keep the spirit in the home because it was easy at that time to get depressed. And because we were all in the unknown, I mean, I think we still are in, you know, some ways, but at the start of the pandemic, it was just very unknown territory. So I really wanted to bring people together. And I think that's what I did within those three and a half months. So after the three and a half months, once summer hit, I asked the question, what do we do now? Do we want to keep going? What's the direction that we go and it was an overwhelming response you have to keep going we have to keep doing this because you are literally the glue in our household you are keeping us together and you're keeping us healthy and it's become a tradition to do your workouts and so I again put on my creative hat and I said okay so how do I make this bigger than what it is and then that's when active kids 2.0 was really born I added in the karate classes, the dance classes, the boxing, the jazz, the yoga, and all of that stuff. And so now it's a full online on-demand program that offers all of that stuff. Wow. (laughs) Um, I love it. And I love the organic growth in that as well. There's sort of like spotting the opportunity. It was aligned with your values. It was about connection And I think uh, we're both very aligned in that one of my favorite things is bringing people together. So I think um, we're very aligned in in that as well. And yeah, following the flow a little bit, because I think sometimes people, when they're starting a business, they dig, but they're digging a hole in the desert. Whereas these accidental businesses are when you stumble upon the pot of gold that was already sitting there that you had. So I love these stories. I had something similar with a little side project And it was just that organic of like, oh, I'll do this and then this and then it kind of just, it grows. So it's really, really nice to hear those stories of the people who found their way through the storm. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I love the way you put that. (laughs) Yeah. So there's a lot to be learned uh, from the story that you've just shared. And I know some of your elite athlete background as well will help you when it comes to turning challenges into opportunities. What were some, as an elite athlete, lead athlete to lead athlete, you have to overcome challenges every day. Things that people take, they let stop them. We're dealing with it every day. What were some of the challenges that you encountered as a lead athlete that have prepared you very well for your business now? Yeah, definitely. A whole bunch of things, but just to name, just to name one or two, definitely time management. Yeah. A lot of people don't really learn time management until later in life yeah. and where they really, really have to. I guess you learn it in college a little bit, but as a collegiate athlete, you had to have a good balance and find that a sweet spot of time management because literally as an elite athlete, especially in college, it was wake up 5 a.m., do your first workout two hours, and then you barely have time for a shower, and then you're going to class for hours, and then now you're doing your team practice, and then after that, it's dinner, and then after that, you actually have to do some homework, and that was it, day in, day out, and then going into season, it was you're going to games. So when do you have time to do your homework? And when do you have time to do all that stuff? So that balance, my freshman year, I remember that so vividly because it was so hard for me. And high school, 
I had to study and all of that stuff, but it was easier. But once you get into college and you are paid to play that sport and to earn that degree, it's a different ball game. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that first year it was, well, that first semester, I can't even say it was a year. It was a first semester where I was like, I got to figure this out because I'm going to end up losing my scholarship. And if my academics suffer, then my game is going to suffer because I'm not going to get the playing time that I should be getting. And so I, I really had to learn quick of how to manage my time. So for me, it was planning things out. It was using planners, make sure that everything was on a schedule and routine. And that's really where I was finding myself as well. I'm very routine oriented. As much I would like to say, I'm so free-spirited and go with the flow. No, I'm not. <laughs> you know? Me I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very like scheduled and it has to be put on a schedule. And to get the most out of your day or get the most out of whatever you're trying to accomplish. So that's something that I learned, especially in college. And that definitely transferred to on the pro circuit, which definitely transferred to building a business. Yeah, absolutely. I'm happy you said that as well, because that's definitely something that I remember. You have to manage your time. You just you don't have free time, so you've got to make the most of the time that you do have. And that was definitely one of the best things that I remember from that time as well. At one point, I was doing full-time uni training full-time and working 20 hours a week at something at the time. But yeah. people were like, yeah. my sister was concerned. She was worried I was taking on too much. But, you know, I maintained my 20 hours a week. I did PVs and swimming and I got a distinction average at uni. But you just figure it out. <laughs> yeah. And as, yeah. as athletes, I feel like we don't know any other way. So yeah absolutely so it is it is a real gift and i think it's important that kids get that at a young age too which is really cool with what you're doing getting kids active at a young age and keeping them active even though they're probably a little isolated or hopefully guys are getting back to normal now as well but have been quite isolated from their friends but they can still get active online with you so it's awesome absolutely absolutely yeah. Were there any other big lessons? I believe like elite athlete, it just teaches just so much, so much. And I know it's hard to distill it down to one or two things, but any other life lessons it taught you that served you very well, whether it's in business or relationships or anything or looking after yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Another big one for me was confidence and leadership. I feel like I was a confident kid, but sometimes was afraid to step into that leader role. My parents, literally, my dad coached me in basketball and he literally forced me to be the captain. So I was forced to be in that leader role. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. You know, I hated him at the time, but it was so beneficial for me as a person, as a teammate and as an athlete. And it was really starting in high school. That's where I discovered the leader that I had inside of me and the way that I led and the way that my teammates slash, you know, friends responded to me leading not only with my actions, but what I was saying too. So it's definitely translated into collegiate sports, definitely translated to playing on tour, especially volleyball with only one other person. You have to be vocal mm -hmm. And you have to trust your teammate and you, you have to be a leader because there's only two of you out there. And so 
again, this translates to business and to have your own business and to be confident in what you're doing is so, so important because I mean, I believe that you are the best seller of your business. You know the ins and outs of your business and you're going to be able to talk about it and sell it the best. And if you're not confident in what you're saying, if you're not confident in your passion behind the business and what the business can do, then the business won't be what you want it to be. So that's another thing that I've learned through athletics transferring into business. It's so cool, like the competitiveness and all that stuff, starting a business. And it is really cool, the transferable traits that go hand in hand. They do. It definitely has a lot of transfer. They say business is a team sport. So I don't think so. What's a better preparation than playing team sport? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I know it's prepared you very well. As we both know, it's such a great training ground. At the same time, I'm sure a business brings with it its own set of challenges. And your business has definitely taken off very quickly. Have there been any major leadership challenges that you've faced over the last six months or so that you weren't expecting or that you had to learn to handle in a new way than you would in the past? Yeah, absolutely. And there's been a million. (laughs) And I feel like every week it's something new. And for me within my business, again, this is from being a former athlete, I've done everything by myself. So I've built the website by myself. I've done all the marketing. I'm the manager. I'm the social media marketer. I'm the website builder. I am all of that. And I'm learning that delegating is also a wonderful trait and getting someone to help you is wonderful as well. But that's a learning process too. There's a lot of bumps along the way. Just an example of trying to get the program into schools. The, my program is, is, a no-brainer for schools. When someone talks about it to a school or if I approach a school and I tell them what it is, it's usually like, okay, this is great. We need it for the school. But it's getting it to the right people and having the right person listen to the message. So what I did in the beginning was I thought trying to be smart and move smarter and not harder was let me approach districts like a school district and have the whole school district have the program and they can disperse it to the different schools right but there was so much red tape with doing it in that way and even getting to the right person to talk to and it literally took weeks to even have a conversation with one of the higher ups within the school district. So it it, it was insane. So that was just one of the lessons that I learned. And I said, okay, I need to take a step back and figure out a different path. Not yet. That was one of the, the biggest pivots that I had to make was, okay, so this isn't working and realizing this isn't working and saying, okay, so now what's the workaround? So now what do we do? And what I had to do was, I had to go to the teachers directly. That was the in, and it took a while to figure it out. But I mean, those things happen almost weekly, really. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, it's all good. Who's this little cutie pie? This is Oakley, this is my little one. Hello. 
He's um, going to join us for a little bit. Yeah, that's okay. It's all good. We've had dogs, we've had bobs, we've had all sorts. I, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and you're pregnant as well, yes? Oh, yes. I am pregnant and I am due next month. So here we go. Oh, good. Uh, you're the next person I'm interviewing. She's also like about to pop too. So <laughs> something yeah. in the water. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pandemic. Well, it's for people in business because I know it's something that we go through a lot as lead athletes. You go through challenges. People who are starting a business and they get into the deep water <laughs> and they meet unexpected challenges. Do yeah. you have any advice for them people to just how to stick it out or how to get through the tough spots in business? Yeah, I mean, what is that quote where it talks about doing the same thing over and over and expecting yeah. a different result? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I believe in perseverance. And I also believe that if it doesn't work the first time, find a different way. There's yeah. always a solution. There's always a solution, but you have to find the solution. And even though it's hard when you're going through it, but I do think that is the fun of it. That is the fun of it. And that's the journey. And you have to enjoy the journey. Yeah. Because if you're not enjoying the journey, then why are you really doing the work? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it is all about the journey, but it is all about finding the solutions and enjoying finding those solutions because it's inevitable that problems are going to occur probably almost on a weekly, monthly basis, but you have to keep going. You have to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's finding a way to turn the, the challenges into triumphs. It's how you approach the challenges. If you come at it from right. a positive way of, oh, this will be fun to figure my, my way through versus a challenge. But I've got one more question for you. So <laughs> last, <laughs> last question is just, what do you think makes a great leader? Because we were talking about the journey of stepping into that and the challenges that you're facing, but what do you think makes a great leader? Yeah, so that's a great question. I mean, there's a whole bunch of traits that make a great leader, but just to name a few is being confident. It is so important that you are confident in what you're doing and being confident about every step of the way. So that means being confident of any kind of new programs that you're putting out when you're talking about your program, being confident that when you're talking to clients, when you're talking to whoever else you're bringing on, that you have confidence and that you're confidently showing off your program because like you are the best, you know, person to sell your program. So what else? Being a leader, taking risks is another thing taking risks. And I'm not a stranger to taking risks. I will tell you that if I get that urge, if something in me is telling me to do something, even if it's scary, I'm going to do it. And that probably scared my mom half to death and yeah. everything that I've done, yeah. but it's literally led me to all of my accomplishments. And that's literally led me to being an elite athlete owning a business. I have a, a background in producing and acting as well, hosting my own TV show when I was 20 years old. All of that was taking a leap and feeling scared, but doing it 
anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Courage counts. And it yeah. sounds like even with the, the background, with the, the producing and, and being on television, you've been like perfectly prepared for what you're doing now, which is really beautiful. I do it's have really, one. It's yeah. crazy. Yes. Yeah. I'm telling you, this yeah. the transition, the way life works is absolutely insane. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, when you trust that, it can be very serendipitous. I have one sneaky more question for you, if that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, confidence, I agree with you, it's definitely a massive, important thing. And I know a lot of women struggle with it. Do you have a confidence hack for those women out there who want to start a business, but that lack of confidence is getting in their way? Absolutely. Absolutely. I am very big on meditation and mantras and speaking positively to ourselves and that positive self-talk is huge in the mornings my morning routine is something that i treasure i really do especially because it's hard to get those moments to yourself but when you do get those moments to yourself making sure that you are utilizing those moments and i utilize them by having gratitude and making sure I'm speaking life into my day. So that's that positivity. That's those I am statements. Those how you want to feel throughout your day. Even if you're not feeling that just by you saying those positive affirmations, something happens within your body and it's the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Your body listens to what you say and what you think. So speak positive and speak life into yourself because it's only going to make you a better person. Ah, I love it. Perfect, perfect way. Perfect way to wrap it up. I think that's beautiful. Thank you. If people want to find out more about you, want to connect with you, want to have another chat to you, where can they find you? Absolutely. So of course we're on Instagram um, at Active Kids 2.0. We're on Facebook at Active Kids 2.0. And I'm on Instagram. I have my um, personal page as well. And that's Larissa. If you want to look at the Active Kids 2.0 program, go ahead and head to our website. And that's www.activekids2.com. Cool. Is it global now or is it just in the US? Oh, it's global. Oh, awesome. Cool. Perfect. Yay. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Good. <laughs> Go on global. I love it. Well, you're an absolute gem. I think you're an absolute rock star. It's, I just love chatting to you and you've just got so much positivity to share and it's so awesome to see good people doing well. So it's been a pleasure. Thank you. And I know you've got a lot on, so I really appreciate the time that you've given us today as well. Thanks listeners for joining us. It's been another episode of the Emerging Leaders podcast. Thanks Larissa for joining us. I'll make sure I put all those links to connect with Larissa and also find out more about Active Kids below this on the recording. And I'll be back with you very soon for another episode. Take care. Bye. Thank you.